My name is Matt Brown. Adult actress who went by the name Yasmin Penn Davis. Oh, that, that's Yasmin? Make the best star, Ocho. Hey, that, that's Yasmin? She looked yeah. different. I ain't even... That, well, that's crazy. But listen, I support it. And let's start the show. Pull yes. Nothing. Yes. That also, number two, nutrition. They ain't eating right. They not eating right. They putting all this green stuff in their body. They eating all this healthy stuff. Man, and, go and ahead. That, there you that, go that, with that, your foolishness, man. That, listen, that's not helping the body. That's not helping you be able to go out there and perform at a high level. At a Shannon high Sharp rate. does not. Shannon Sharp does not approve this message. What's going on, everybody? The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Friday, Feel Good Friday, November 3rd, 2023, and we have a great tweet cap for you. I'm going to keep this short. I'm very sick. You notice yesterday we didn't have our college football show because I was sick, and I'm still pretty ill maybe i shouldn't have done tonight's show but you know what i still put thought through it i pulled through watch the youtube you'll see my face get redder and redder as the show goes on but i knew it was worth it there was a great tweet cap and you will enjoy what you're about to hear for the next hour and a half seriously a great recap of what happened this past week in this crazy world we're living in and yeah, you do not want to miss any of the action. We talk about Matthew Perry, um, rest in peace. We talk about an NBA player finding out his wife is an OnlyFans model. A woman named Josie is just trying to find some love on TikTok. Uh, the Halloween shenanigans over the past week. Chris Boussard's R bomb and other life questions. So we're just keep this brief. And again, don't forget to check us out on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube yeah, why don't we start right now? So here is the tweet cap, this week's tweet cap. Let us go through the trending stories of the week, and let's have some fun with it. So, Jose and Ryan, it's your guys' turn. Here we go. This is a very productive conversation. What's going on, everybody? Tweet cap time. Another fantastic week in the world of whatever and um yes i am a little nasally missed yesterday's show because i was sick but we're back and ready forever and we have a really good not good great not great amazing tweet cap ahead all right ryan and jose are back with us what's up guys let you feeling better matt Thank you. Yes, we're getting there, and uh, I feel good. I might not sound good, but I mean, I sound fine. I'm just, um, I'm just uh, in an evolving state, I guess. But regardless, <laughs> we have a very good show for you. There you go. And let's get to it. And I do have to start on some somber news, but it is apparent. But unfortunately, the world lost a beloved television figure over the weekend. Matthew Perry, best known for his work in Friends, also other television and movie roles, sadly passed away over the weekend. Now, here's the thing about that, though. Besides not only obviously bringing a lot of joy to a lot of people, and obviously Friends is a big deal, and a lot of people have been affected by it, but some of the investigations regarding his death have been hard to understand. And at this moment, 
Matthew Perry's death is being investigated by Los Angeles Police Department's Robbery and Homicide Division. So, Ryan, you really um in tune with this. So why don't you explain what's going on and we'll go from there. But before we say anything, most importantly, though, is rest in peace to Matthew Perry and our thoughts and prayers with his family. Yeah, absolutely. His family, his friends, no pun intended. And of course, his fans. Um, yeah. So I saw that and I was kind of shocked because originally it was like a oh, heart attack. He dropped like it was kind of deemed an accident. First thing that came out from, you know, the TMZ even who doesn't usually get things wrong was that, you know, he had a heart attack and drowned. And now that they're doing this investigation, LAPD's robbery and homicide division. I don't know if it's like standard when like someone his age dies because he's only 54. Um, so maybe that's part of it, but you know, it was weird circumstances. He's 54 years old. He's been sober and you know, he turns up dead and now they're investigating it as a, you know, now the homicide division's investigating it to me. That's incredibly, you know, incredibly sketchy. It feels a little bit like when, um, when, uh, Oh God, Bob Saget died and they said it was an accident. And then suddenly it wasn't an accident. And then they just stopped talking about it uh, a few weeks later. So I, I'd be very curious to see what happens next, but until the investigation's over, we just won't know. I like to blame it. It's the Illuminati's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just had to joke. I just joking. From what they said TMZ is standard for high profile deaths. So, I mean, you only go by that for now. Well, yeah. And TMZ is never, like, again, never usually wrong. Like, they usually mm-hmm. get all the info probably too soon. Sometimes they get it before family members. Right. And yeah. it's actually incredibly ethically gray <laughs> whether you should post things that the family doesn't even know for the entire world to see. But TMZ obviously doesn't see it that way. But uh, TMZ did not call this um, suspicious at all. None of the reporting has called it suspicious until just now when they reported that LAPD homicide was investigating this. Um, and everyone that talked about him, like they talked to his pickleball coach and a couple other people who had seen him in the week uh, leading up to his death. So he was like in good, in good health. He was in good spirits. Uh, like he went out to dinner the night before he went and played pickleball that day. Uh, he's a big pickle pickleball guy, apparently. But um, so I don't know. It's just very strange hearing all the stories about how he was actually fine. And then all of a sudden now there's this investigation. I don't know. I, I set off a red flag in my head. Uh, I'll be curious to see if they if they're running out the clock on this uh, and just going to wait a couple weeks, not say a word. And hope everybody forgets about it. But I think that's incredibly strange that they're investigating this. But who knows? Maybe at T-Tweetcap, let me know if I'm totally off. If this is just like standard. But it doesn't feel standard for, you know, what they said happened to then have homicide investigate. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, hmm, something's... Yeah, I again, I'm, I'm no... Invest. I'm no Matt Lock out here or Sherlock Holmes, but um, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just you know you only get so much information when somebody passes away so young of a high profile, and so then, young. I'll be fifty four. That's young, dude. Man, you over the hill. You bugging you for death? Hell. <laughs> for death? I say eighty two and up. Listen, back in the 1600s, that's the norm, all right? So. That's a very Chandler being line. (laughs) 
feels like something Chandler would say in the show, bringing that, bringing that point up. No. Um, yeah, I think that he is considered young, like you said, Matt, for to just die. So I thought it was weird at the beginning. I assumed it was drugs. Shame on me. But apparently he's been clean. And so, yeah. Uh, you know, well, well, hold on, hold on. We, we 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 can't rule that out yet. I mean, everyone who knows, especially now that Jose summoned years. the Illuminati on us. Yeah, if something bad happens, this is one hundred percent your fault. So that happens to us, or the yeah, <laughs> maybe he didn't pay his Illuminati dollars. Oh, you know what I mean. I mean, I don't know, but I do know that I am scared of the Illuminati. So- don't don't come out as please. <laughs> he he was sober, so I I, I don't think that. It was an overdose. It's probably a heart attack. Come on, look at his weight gain. Look at he's not the most healthy of the Yeah, I mean, I believed it. Judge, honestly, at first I didn't. When they said heart attack, I was like, all right, I guess. You know, he had the hard life for a long time, and you know, he my, wasn't looking great. My dad had a heart having a heart attack effects for three days before he realized he was having a heart attack. Yeah, no, I'm saying. Um, like, that playing pickleball and crap, he lived in that jacuzzi dead too. So I'm going with that theory. I mean, it makes sense other than they're investigating it. That's the part that doesn't make sense to me. I'm just going to miss Matthew Perry. I didn't watch Friends, but I liked him. Oh, come, oh, come on now. I, I, haven't watched, I, haven't watched, I haven't watched Friends. I miss his presence in the world. I, I think he was a good him. late night talk show story guest. <laughs> he told a lot of good late night stories. Um, let's get let's let's get I liked all him in the Ron something, the Ron some the Ron, the uh T a T movie they played us at played for us at West Rocks. I generally oh, like yeah, that yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. Uh where he's the teacher. Yeah. I oh, thought he was a great the actor. name of that movie. Yeah, I'm, it was good in that movie. I don't remember the name of it though. I'm gonna miss him. <laughs> and so much that my allergies are getting to me. No, oh. literally. I'm not cry I know I'm not crying for real. I'm just Oh, we should we should have played it off as crying, Matt. Come on. Uh-huh. I still don't, think don't. you're supposed to cry from this side if it's I think that um if it's legitimate tears. Let me let me get it really quick. But I mean regardless, it, it's it's a bummer. Um I I'm reading a lot of his excerpts from his um his book book. book. He's like he was a great writer. And the movie was called, by the way, the Ron Clark story. Ron Clark, yeah, that's the name of the teacher. Um he played Ron Clark, the- right? Wow, yeah. what, what's, what the fuck is, excuse me, anyways, what is up with that, Ron Clark? What is that? He's it's, a, it's just a movie. It's just yeah, a it movie a they, they made us watch in middle school, and it was a really good movie. He he was I a teacher have. who went into an inner city school, I believe, is the is the entirety of the movie. A yeah. teacher goes to an beat, inner city school. Oh, I think they beat up a bunch of kids. No. No, he didn't beat anybody. He was uh, helping uh, the kids. Was it? Was it called the substitute teacher? But no. never mind. <laughs> You talk, oh, no, are you one. talking about um, stand and deliver? This is kind of oh, like that, but instead of a Latin teacher, it's a white teacher, and right? instead of yes. LA, it's New York City. I mean, listen, it's uh, probably very white night. In fairness, if, you, if we rewatched it, uh, the white guy comes into the inner city and turns it all around. Um, what, so I'm sure. what part? What, what part of New York? What was it? I, I, it was in the city. Somewhere. It doesn't. Well. It, if it's half white, the classroom is half white, then you already know it's both. No, 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 it, no. He was the. I'm saying no. So. He as the white teacher. <laughs> no, there was. It was all, you know, inner city kids and. I read um, the. The film is based on educator Ron Clark. It follows the tale of an idealistic teacher who leaves his small hometown to teach in New York City public school, where he faces trouble with the students. That's the entire film. So from a small town. He goes to New York City to teach inner city kids. That's the whole movie. 
apparently based on a true story. It was a really big deal in 2006. So much so that me and Matt watched it. I must have fell asleep. (laughs) Thank God it wasn't around my time. He quickly learned that that will be a battle with us. You know, see, Jose, you mentioned Illuminati, and my connection goes down. But anyways, we're back. (laughs) Well, it's it. We got the message. Uh, we got the message. We're locked in. We, exactly. We, we won't Nothing happened. Nothing from, happened. Of course. No, no more. No more mentioning <laughs> them ever again. Anyways, but regardless, rest in peace, Matthew Perry. You'll genuinely be missed. Great talent. Yes. And you'll never be forgotten. But um, uh, this story was a funny one, though. So Joe Smith played in the NBA. I think he made a couple of all-star teams. Um, made about $60 million in his career. And he has a wife. His wife's name Keisha Chavez. And apparently, Keisha is a former OnlyFans model. Sorry. Keisha is a former adult film actress. And she wants to use her talents to OnlyFans. And she's an OnlyFans model. So, Keisha decided to reveal to her husband... Joe Smith, that she has an OnlyFans page, not for sexual content, just her solo. And Joe Smith was very upset about it. And Keisha made a video. She got his reaction on camera and it has divided people with this story. So regardless. So here is the situation. Keisha has a secret OnlyFans. Joe Smith was upset about it. And um, people are trying to figure out, was this right of her to tell him and tell him on camera or was it not? I think, again, similar to the Jada Pinkett stuff, similar to anything of this sort, you don't have to put everything on social media, people. You don't. (laughs) You really don't. This is clearly... Uh, supposed to be a private conversation. He was definitely upset about it, but he didn't act. Oh, you know, I, I, he didn't go off the wall and stuff. But I think this was very inappropriate to film something like that. And um, you know, she's come on since and says she probably this won't probably lead to a divorce. But still, what a, uh, what a weird interaction. What do you guys think about that? It it won't lead into a divorce or lead to a divorce. It won't. She said on to TMZ this week in an interview that um, this probably won't lead to a divorce. Or is she just saying that? Honestly, I mean, she's the moneymaker now, so I mean. <laughs> well, I was going to say, probably making the money through the OnlyFans uh, that funds their lifestyle. Um, so to answer the actual question of should she have filmed it, I guess probably not. That's that is a private conversation. I can see the like, it's more content to put out there. It gets your name out there. It it'll go. It went viral. I saw it. Uh, a lot of people saw it. So I get the I like the thought process of it. Um, I think it could, but it could end really bad. Like he obviously he wasn't a fan of her telling him, but he didn't take it horribly. Like he could have. I think there was definitely a world in which he took it worse, and then the fact that it was being filmed could have actually like made it just not. a situation to have at all let alone have on film um so i think that yeah ultimately you're right matt 
not everybody needs to post everything on socials. But I want to get Jose's opinion because I think he's going to weigh in on whether or not she should have an OnlyFans. And I think that that's the second question that is on everybody's mind. Well, surprise here. I totally disagree with you guys. I, if I was her follower, I'd pay whatever the description, $9.99, I want to see everything. You better post all that. I already paid for that. And let's get the sushi already. I already seen her, like, this girl butt naked, legs spread, getting rammed up. Because she was a, yeah, she was an adult film actress. And you married yeah. her still. That's your fault. So... <laughs> I, so yeah, I, what do they expect? So we don't well, actually disagree on this, Jose. I'm saying she shouldn't have filmed herself telling him. I have I no problem. Should. I have no problem with her <laughs> having an OnlyFans. I think that that's totally fine. Just saying, maybe him finding out should have been not on camera. Listen, he he, he a hypocrite because one, he already knew what she was doing. On she did ten times worse things on camera than go tell him. That I'm gonna have her OnlyFans. And two is she about to spend that OnlyFans money. True. Because he broke. Who the hell? Like, man, you, if we go to 10 people outside right Joe now, Smith and ask him, do you know who Joe Smith is? <laughs> Joe Smith, the NBA player. Sir. <laughs> right. And, he, and so she better be, he better be, because when they go to Disney World next year and take the kids, it ain't on his dime. So. But we don't know what he's don't in. Why he's we don't know. He's gazed. He broke. <laughs> you need to stop. He broke. Well, yeah, he, he might be broke. I mean, Matt, I'll be honest with you. You said you like to clarify Joe Smith from the NBA. If you came up to me and said, Ryan, do you know Joe Smith from the NBA? I would say, yeah, he's the mm-hmm. guy who played in the NBA. That's all I would know. That's him. as generic of a name. And I'd only be because you just told me. <laughs> What's like the Atlanta Hawks? Ever. Wasn't he like top five worst? Top five worst first round picks in the NBA. So, Joe Smith. Let me let me put up his resume for. So Joe Smith. Yeah, back in nineteen nineties, ain't that much, but like a couple hundred thousand. I mean, but you save again. You you invest. You get a lot of money to be a first round pick. Joe Smith from the ghetto. He ain't saving. We don't know where he's from. We're we're assuming a lot about Joe Smith's financial (laughs) situation that we have no way of verifying. Well. Nopes is saying if, this is mostly false. Right. Well, if, if he had the money, he, his girl shouldn't be on the OnlyFans page, don't you think? I mean, Usher said it best that, you know, as long as you're coming home, he doesn't mind if you dance on a pole. And so it's not, it's Joe think, Smith. He ain't saying that. I, well, no, I know. I saw what he said. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Joe Smith actually think, from Virginia, Ryan, up here, North Fork, oh. Virginia. Yeah, played, played oh, a the, the, solid the, 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 get up, 16 year. 16 years in the NBA, you know, I guess. Um, yeah, you know, he paid 16 years because he did save his money. <laughs> but never made an all-star team like, or was never, never was an all-pro, but never made never made an all-star team, never was an all-pro. Um, what pick? Yeah, he was picked. He was he was the number one overall pick in 1995. If you go, if you go look up Eddie, top number one overall picks, pick, he never got an all-star team selection. No, it was a bad year that year. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, he probably doesn't have that much money. Because, <laughs> uh, because, oh, no, only because I feel like this is this is stereotyping all the number one like picks, like all the top five. When you get top five, right? 
you feel like you're like king of basketball. And so I feel like you probably spend a lot of money you don't have, assuming that how great you are is going to cash the check later. And it sounds like that never happened for Joe Smith. <laughs> so I'm going to go out and say that while we still can't prove it, I bet you you're probably more right than I am. And that he probably well, spent good. a lot of money instead of saved a lot of money because he thought that, you know, the money would come in forever because he was going to be the, the next best, you know, thing. Let's get this straight. I used to collect basketball cards and I have like 20 to me, 2025 Joe Smith rookie cards. <laughs> I don't even think I can get $25 for all of them together. So that, you know what's funny? Smith. It's, it's, it says here in his personal, I, I got this, I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. You know, they have a personal life section. Yeah. Uh-huh. His personal life section goes Smith is married to Keisha Chavez. In October 2023, he discovered she has an OnlyFans page. That's it. That's, 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 that's all it says. That's he his is personal married. Life. She has an OnlyFans. I love Wikipedia. That's very funny. Oh man, let's let's move on. Let's Joe Smith. Um, <laughs> could be worse. Good but, luck, Joe. Um, yeah, good luck, Joe. Yeah, good luck. Um. So this video actually came out five years ago, but it's resurfaced. There was a Kansas City man who worked at Popeye's and he didn't want to work at Popeye's anymore. So he made this song and um, let me play it for you. This is how he quit his job, this Kansas City man. So I'm quitting my job today. All right, let's see. Here you go. I quit the job. I really hope YouTube does playing this. I hope YouTube doesn't take it down. Sorry, we can't hear the song. Here we go. You can't hear it? Uh No, I can't hear it. Can you hear it? Can you hear this? I mean, I hear something. I hear it, but is he singing? I hear people talking, no singing. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, I think it's not really that well, but. Let's hear the lyrics. Let's get let's get the the dramatic reading. Right. Man. Actually, you know what, Matt? You sing it. You know what? Since you're there, <laughs> you sing that song for us. Popeye's it was a rendition. Song. I mean, I I don't know where the, where I could find the lyrics. Um, <laughs> oh, rough cut, rough cut. That's all. But he literally all he says, "I don't want to work here no more because uh, Popeye <laughs> sucks to work at." Something like that. But anyways, this guy quits Popeye's in epic fashion. Was he right or wrong to do this? Oh, this is a five-year-old video, you said, right? Yeah, but it's been resurfacing. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't care that he quit Popeye's this way, but I want to know why is everyone interested in the fact that a man quit Popeye's five years ago through song? Why is it back? That's just a, it's such a random thing to have back on the internet. Be like, hey, remember the man who sang when he left the Popeye's? And everyone said, yeah. And now it's it's trending again. Not trending, but like it's it's resurfacing a lot. That's so weird to me. Five years that this yeah. has gone on? And no one cared. And now all of a sudden we, we care. But to answer your question, Matt, I don't. Why do I care that he's saying on the way out the door? Because it's funny. Do what makes you happy. Do what makes you happy. Yeah, you, ever quit I in an epic, you ever quit a job in an epic way? Like that? Me? No. You just have I or would I? Have you? Well, sir, Actually, the but... answer is no. <laughs> both both questions. Answer is no. I would not quit a job that way, nor have I ever quit a job uh, that way. Certainly not through song. Because um, what if the song is bad? To being unemployed, your your song is bad, right? So, 
But hey, he's back. Jose, well, what about you, me. though? Would you quit in an epic way? Or have I would you? quit just like that. I would go to Coe's department store and go <laughs> tell everybody to go F off personally. And I would come with a creative song and hope that Ryan can come along and help you sing it. While I'm sure I quit. I'll help you sing your quit song. It's not, <laughs> I'm not quitting. Oh, I'm only not doing it for me. I'll do it for other people. If you want me, everyone at T Tweetcap, if you want me to come help you quit job through song, we'll meet. We'll brainstorm, get the keyboard out. We'll get something, get something situated, and we can absolutely sing. I'm just not doing it for my job. Your job, I'm totally fine. Mm. Now, I'm, now I'm going to apply for a job just for me and Ryan to get it. Done. Absolutely, uh, but only the first one is free. The second time around, we got, we're going to monetize this. Uh, first one's free. Yeah, oh, I have Matt in the background. I have Matt breaking dancing in the background while while we sing this Bible. We'll do a Gladys night sort of thing. We're two of us will be pips, and the the other will Gladys. I was I was thinking about uh, what's his name, Outcast doing a little little <laughs> yeah. <finger> dance. <laughs> so guys, you remember? You guys remember? Um, what was this? Maybe like at some point last this summer, there was that guy who at least me and Ryan talked about. I don't know if you came on the um, show yet, Jose, but um, there was that guy who went viral after a bad date or after, no, after he got stood up and he was saying how he's he's tired of this. He is tired of being alone. He hates the single life, all of that. Well, it happens to women too, obviously. And there was a TikToker named Josie who went on TikTok and made a 3 million v- 3 million people view TikTok talking about how she you know was very sad to be alone and um see you spoken Jose so not to you know talk about obviously we t- let me we we talked about in the general look you know I don't want to be, you know, you shouldn't feel this way. Take better approaches, work on yourself, all of that. But I want to play this and I want to play somebody's reaction that actually went just as viral with over 200,000 likes. And this is the female perspective on, you know, trying to find companionship and love. So why don't I play this and give me your reaction here? So here's Josie. Then you will hear another TikToker's reaction to that. And we can react to both of them. So here we go. This is from Single Woman Chronicles. Somebody girlfriend, somebody wife, somebody son. This is one of the really hear that part. Let me restart that. Let me speak that. I saw the video. Uh, Jose, you see the video? All right, let me get it right here. This, this, this will uh, fix this right now. Here we go. Here's Joe Shoes. I'm so fucking tired Mm. of being alone. I'm so tired of trying to find love on you. I mean, damn. I mean, I'd be pretty to somebody, but goddamn, I'm pretty to me. I'm so tired of being alone. I'm tired of this bullshit. I don't understand why the fuck am I still living? Oh, Josie, Josie. We don't want to see you sad. Now, here's a reaction. Three million views. Three million views. And here's Josie's reaction. Somebody's son. 
This is one of the realest videos I have seen in a long time. And I am so grateful that she was able to be that transparent because I literally just posted something like this last week where we are hiding behind, we are hiding our vulnerability behind our strength, behind this fake positivity, when in actuality, a lot of us are tired. We're tired of being alone. We're tired of being single. We're tired of disappointments after trying to date somebody, going in with good intentions, them not going in with good intentions because everybody got that thing on guard up. Everyone's looking out for themselves. Nobody wants to make the first move. Nobody wants to look stupid. So we all just end up alone. I am so tired of this war between men and women, especially black men and women, when we all just want the same thing. We all just want love. I get it. I totally get it. I have nights where I cry because I'm like, yo, I know, I, I know I'm not doing that wrong. I know I'm a great catch, but why is it so difficult? And many people are sharing this experience, but most people don't open their mouths to say it because the world will shame you for saying it. The world, I literally just saw a stitch of a guy saying, oh, 20 years ago, she probably said that, you know, she didn't want a man, didn't need a man. Contrary to popular belief, a lot of people say that because it's a guard. Because if we say we want a man and we want love and we get on here and we cry and we express ourselves, then someone bashes us for saying it. But then if we say that we're strong, we don't want a relationship, right now then y'all say we too strong and that's why we single and we're gonna die alone which one is it <laughs> like come on people but yeah i i totally understand her and and for me i i hate when we get on here and all the advice towards single women especially is to tell us what we need to do and how we need to do x y and z to get a man or relationship when sometimes your time just hasn't come your time just hasn't come and you just get tired of fighting for it and sometimes you get moments like that where you're just like bro i'm tired i'm sick and you gotta cry it out and get back up because you're tired of being your own rock if you're tired of being your own rock baby i feel you all right that's from the single woman chronicles and uh yeah before josie so a lot of pack in and um let me have your reaction to this first um let's say what do you guys think with josie i mean it was really sad man why did you make me watch that um because it was viral what do you mean sad? sad? What, I don't mean, do mean sad the sad? way you mean sad. I know for a fact oh, I don't mean it the way you mean sad. <laughs> I mean sad okay. as in it made me feel sadness <laughs> listening to her because she was very clearly upset. Um, and I, I, I don't, I mean, I don't like it when people are upset. I think it's horrible when people are upset. Um, I, I get, I mean, there's a lot more to unpack there because what she's asking for is not something that any one person can control. And that seems to be, in my opinion, the thing that everybody who's uh, into like dating culture online is not totally getting. And I'll probably get a little flack for this, but it's two people. It's factually speaking. It's two people. Every time you date someone, it involves two people's emotions, two people's experiences, two people's thoughts, two people's hopes, two people. So uh, you can never control it. You can try all you might, to control it, 
but you can never make a person be something that they're not. You can never make a person feel a way they don't feel. It's always going to be two people. So for Josie, I, I feel really bad because she just wants to, you know, share with someone. And it, unfortunately it just takes two people. She seems very much open, but she needs to find the second half in order to have, in order to have a couple, you need two. Uh, so I do feel very bad for Josie. And again, made me very sad. Uh, watching it. So when I say sad, I mean, it wasn't sad that she posted it. It was sad content that she posted. What do you have to say, Jose, about Josie? See, I have advice for Josie. If she ever listens to this, I'm going to tell you, you go to Spencer's and you go buy yourself a fucking You know, buy yourself a dildo. And then if you're looking for company companionship, okay, I'm getting there. If you're looking for company now, you can volunteer at an old folks' home. They're lonely as well. So you put those combined, the dildo, and volunteering at an old folks' home, put that together, and you'd be good to go. Thank you. But how does that solve the companionship she, part? I, the companion, she ugly. I mean, it, it's going to be. I saw that little screen of yours. And it was, I was not looking good. Almost broke my phone. That's how ugly she was. Oh. So. I, I think what's her, what's her name? What's her name? Josie. Josie's Josie. a nice, beautiful woman. Yeah, Josie ain't juicy at all. So I'm I think, okay. And this goes to what the other person said too. Of like, it there's just sometimes like there is, and I was kind of saying the same thing. There is no advice. There's not do this and it will happen. It doesn't work that way. As someone who can rather confidently say that they've made it through this process that uh that this seems to be talking about like it, it's not like oh if i do x it will happen or if i do y it will happen you know like, you know what? i blame her also because if i was up to josie right i have a friend named stanley he's 400 pounds and he's looking for companionship too and he's a nice guy not looking for anything crazy just looking for a friend offering josie to Stanley, and you know what Josie would probably tell me? He ain't cute enough and won't give him the time of day. Now I got 400 pounds Stanley, broken hearted. It looked like he, we got to put him on suicide watch just because this ugly chick, Josie, don't want to give him the time of day. So beggars can't be choosers. All right. You know I what? mean, I do agree beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, and... I won't necessarily actually fight on that. I mean, of some of the, the scripted so language, she, I'll, I'd, she, I'd push back on just, and call them ugly, but I don't know that you could just call them part, ugly. But I do agree that if you're desperately in need of companionship, right, you can't then be like, but not your companionship. I agree with that. You can't well, be like, yeah, I, think I, a lot want, of people I want don't someone, and then that. someone shows up and we're like, but not you. Like, I agree with that. If that, I, we don't, sure. by the way, we don't know that that's happened. Much like Joe Smith's tax return, we're speculating. Um, <laughs> so, like, I, we don't know that happened. If that has happened, then yeah, I would agree with you, actually, Jose. Like, if someone is interested and you're not interested in them, as is your right, by the way, um, you don't have any, you're never, no one is under any obligation to date someone. Like that's a huge, huge thing to be, feel like you're forced into doing. Um, but it goes to kind of what the second person, the reaction was saying with like a lot of people on the app feel like they can't talk certain ways, you know, like a damned if you do a damned if you don't thing. I think right. we'd all just be a little better off if two things happen. One, we all talked a little less on our apps. Just blanket statement, not just about this, about everything. 
as we said literally last segment not everything belongs on the internet uh and then two don't worry about comment sections on your tiktoks because you can you can worry yourself into being a, a particularly you know influential influencer if you really want to but every single thing has to be curated specially for the people in your group and you're going to be lonely you might even be wealthy but you're going to be lonely and you're going to be miserable because everything you say has to be filtered through a million other people whom you've never met who don't actually care about you they just care about you know whether or not you give them a serotonin boost when they're scrolling through their phone at night so my opinion for everyone you know speaking to that one person on behalf of everyone don't read the comment section and certainly don't make content for the comment section. If you're going to post, post something real, post what you yeah. feel. Don't post what you think needs to be said to be in the mainstream or whatever. Own it, own you. And I'm not going to promise you it'll get you companionship because it won't. Uh, sometimes life's unfair, but you'll feel a lot better about it. <laughs> and that's sometimes the best you can have. For sure. And I think you know, she's valid in how she feels, but well, yeah, of course, it but. really does at the end of the day to create the attraction for someone, you know, you gotta, it, it really is. Well, but you don't have to be, you don't have to be this skinny model. Like, no, you, you don't, don't have to be. And so I don't, I don't even necessarily a big believe person. that because I'm not, I'm not a small guy. I'm, I'm also, you're, you're right. You're 100% right. So it, it's about carrying yourself. It's about, Using your skills that I, you have and you know, turning it to 11. You know how I take Josie right now in that stupid video? I take her, she's just looking for attention. Because there's no point in that video. Okay, just tell me you're a beautiful black woman. All right, bet. Cool. I, I get it. That's what you feel about yourself. But you don't act like it at all. So for me to watch your video and you want me to feel sorry for you, it's like a Ferrari. You're acting like a bro. You know, if you have a Ferrari and you have this money, if you're worth a million dollars, you're going to act like a million dollars no matter what. She's acting like a broken down Ferrari right now. You act like she broke, like you're looking for attention. You're looking for all this. That doesn't make me any interested in you at all. No matter how much you like perceive to be like, I'm a great looking black woman. Why can't I find nobody? You're just showing why you can't find nobody acting like that. Why do we even want to even talk to you? And I'm not even saying I mean, looks. I'm just saying personality wise. Yeah, I mean, I won't, I won't touch some of that. But I do think it's important that you. We also like people. People break sometimes, man. It, it does happen, and it, it can happen to anybody. And there's no, again, sometimes there's no rhyme or reason for it. But uh, I, when I saw that, I didn't think it was, and I could be wrong. I could be gullible, man. I, I'm owning that at the beginning of this right now. I didn't take that as I want to post something that will get 3 million views. And I think this will do it. I took this as someone who genuinely, I don't know what happened before the video. I'm assuming someone canceled something or maybe she was talking to someone online and it didn't go well. I'm assuming something happened to get her there um and but you can even hear it in the second person who is definitely more put together like in what she said but even she got emotional in her in her talk like people break when you feel alone whether you're alone or not is frankly immaterial when you feel alone you you break you just do people are not meant to be alone for that long especially and so like i don't know i don't i don't see it as a, a needing attention i think I think she just kind of broke a little. And I will say we 
collectively society posts a lot on social. So right now, especially if you're feeling lonely, sometimes it's the double-edged sword of that comment section that you should never look at. They're the only people looking at you. They're the only people talking to you. Sometimes you feel you're completely alone in your room and that comment section is the only people that you get to talk to. And it's so it's, 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 it's bad. It's a bad cycle because you shouldn't pay attention to it, but sometimes you feel they're the only people listening. So I get it. I I'm actually, like I said, the second video was fine. I've got no real comment on that, but the first video I felt that was real. Uh, And I I hope she finds a friend uh, or something like I get that's not what she's looking for. Um, And, you know, what? sometimes you don't get what you're looking for, but you get what you need. I think the Rolling Stones said that. Do you think she has friends? I would hope so. Uh, And I'd hope that they reached out to her after seeing her. So let me so let me ask you a question. If that was you, would you go to your friend or would you post that on on, was it TikTok or whatever the hell it was on? Yeah. If it were me, if you it was you, would you post it on TikTok or go to your friend? Genuinely, if it was me, I wouldn't have done either. I would have sat with it alone. But if you were by yourself, you had yeah, no, you had alone, alone. I I would have by myself. No, no one who knew me would have known it ever happened. No one who followed me would have known it ever happened. I would have been there and I would have taken it by myself. And that's not healthy either, by the way. Um, I'm I'm, I'm saying that out loud that that's not healthy. If you had to pick one, if I had like, to pick one, I would probably tell a friend over okay, going so to TikTok. Ninety percent of people have probably done the same thing. Oh, I agree, but not everybody does because a lot of people, again, TikTok and social like, is that's them. That's yeah, that's, that's how they that's cope their for tribe. It. Whether we agree with it or not, that's that's how their tribe. No, that. seriously, that's like that's their people. Like that yeah. that comment section, that horrible, horrible comment section. <laughs> Not you guys. Or you could just do. Uh, (laughs) But the rest of the comment sections, you guys are cool. Um, But no, but seriously, it's um, it's tough. I I think it's tough. I I feel very bad for her. I feel the emotion was genuine and I get it. Um, Again, I would say that hopefully she finds somebody. I'm not. I can't say, oh, you'll find your husband or you'll find your wife or whatever. But um, I, I can say that hopefully someone in her life reaches out to her or she meets someone new who gives her companionship even if it's not the way she is expecting uh, in the way that she needs uh, and i do believe that that hopefully could happen but um no i thought it was very sad i was very bummed and i, I just felt sad and down when matt made god, me watch it yesterday so god bless you <laughs> god bless you ryan yeah it's part of god or just do yeah, what but- i what do but, you do, Matt? Let's hear what no, you No, 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 wait. No, Jose, what were you about to say? I was going to say Ryan has a heart of gold. He does. <laughs> That's why he's a real one. Just do what I do. Set up dates, and if you're not feeling it, just cancel before. <laughs> Problem is you can't not for the la- Not for the, the person I am supposed to go on date. I really am sick, see? <laughs> that that yeah, wasn't a real answer. He is. He, I, I will say. I'll jump in. He really is sick. He texted me. He was actually quite upset. He was like, "I have this date, and I don't want to cancel, but I don't feel well." And I was like, "You got to do. If you, it'd be worse if you go to a date and then you get her sick. That would be even worse." Mm-hmm. So, yes. um, so I can can I can attest that See? before the date, I he told me about this dilemma. So don't don't be mad. Now she texted me since then, so I think I'm in the clear. It's her birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. You know who you are. Um, 
let's move on to funny things. Uh, or actually, last thing though, last thing though. Just on the comment section from the reaction video, I just I just had some interesting saw some interesting quotes. She said one quote. Let me ask you if you guys agree with this. No amount of self-love will replace what a romantic relationship can do for people. True or false? That's it. That's a tough, that's some that's some statement, isn't it? Um it's, it's I'm kind of screwed no matter what I say because this is coming from we've we've talked enough on this podcast. Everyone knows that I, I have a romantic partner. Uh so like I can sit here and say romance isn't necessary. But it's going to sound like, well, says the guy who's married. And I get that. And that's a totally fair critique of what I'm about to say. But I agree halfway. Self-love can't replace human interaction, talking to people, hearing things about people, you know, learning things about people. Self-love can't do that. Uh, It never can. I I think self-love is probably overemphasized in today's culture, especially online. But I don't think... It needs to be a romantic partner. I, I mean, listen, there are things that only a romantic partner can do. I do get that. Uh, we talk about that a lot on this show, that spe- those specific things. But um, loneliness, you, you can't, you know, to, uh, first using a crash train, you can't screw away loneliness. Oh, maybe for a few minutes, but not for ever. So you need the the part that you need is not that part you need a person that you trust that you're comfortable with and that you trust that's what you need so and you can do that without romance i believe that 100 percent. jose good question uh i know right you kind of need you kind of need self-help it kind of evolves into something bigger so i would say without self-love can't have a romantic partner so i mean that's like a double-edged sword type kind of thing it's tough it's it's tough to untangle all that all right i know that's why i asked it and well <laughs> appreciate the people around and if you find somebody who loves you hold on to them now let's talk about some barbarians i saw over the over this past week <laughs> um all right so it was halloween how was Halloween for you guys? Did you guys go trick or treating? <laughs> no, obviously not. <laughs> Is it like that? Nope. Good, good, good. Okay. However, yeah. these adults did. Let me show you this crazy video. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, is, I, I, don't know, this. I don't know where this is, but it looks like it's in a very affluent neighborhood. They have pillars at the house. Yeah. The trick or treating. And let me just show you this this video and now i have an ipad so you can have better perspective and can't wait to have a studio soon so we don't so we can have an actual monitor so you guys see this yeah all right here we go mm-hmm. so let me, again nice house there's a bowl of candy there's a ring doorbell and uh, not, this is what happens yeah. I, mean, I mean look at this I, we're seeing <laughs> there's a bunch it's of people kids aren't even grab. it's not even the kids doing it which is crazy to me yeah so there's a literal adults just grabbing this bowl of candy there are kids with there they're not touching the candy all the adults are going ham on this they are just taking all the candy as if all the candy in the world is about to be taken away and then they ran off with it they essentially took everything but the bowl like what the hell is the matter with these people 
I saw one video where someone did take the ball. Um, yeah, like you are adults and you are this is this part of Halloween is for your children to go out and get candy and make memories, not have these terrible parents take all the candy, look like damn idiots, and every single one of them should have their kids revoked and they are sent to better <laughs> parents. Okay, I won't go that far. But, but oh my God, what, what are we doing? And this is one of many examples of Halloween where now, especially with ring doorbell cameras, where you could clearly see people <laughs> acting like idiots. And this is it. This is a horrible example. What the the adult is playing the kid role in this? Like my goodness, because well, the kids didn't even take that much candy. It was the adults. Yeah, you should be ashamed of yourself, whoever you are. My God. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's just people forgetting, or I say forgetting. Who knows if we've ever really known it? But to me, all the holidays are about something more than just the physical what you receive and i would say halloween is that too it's you know let's kids be creative right because they pick a costume or whatever let them play pretend use their imagination that's all good and then you get you get a couple pieces of candy but you may it's about like you said making memories your parents go out with you you're with your friends you go to the door they say what wonderful costume you have and give you some pieces of candy um i mean i will say is again it takes kind of two people here the memories are only useful if someone answers the door when you knock on it. Uh, when we were growing up, I think, Matt, you would agree with this, and Jose probably too, actually. And when trick-or-treating, um, there was a lot less doors, just a lot less bowls just out. That was super, like a lot less common. Yeah. Now people are just like, oh, there's going to be kids around, so I'll just put out a bowl of candy and, you know, go do what I'm doing. And so, uh, like, no one came to our door, but I did have candy. Um, we had people watching a, a movie. That was We had pe- friends over to watch a horror movie. Um, and so, like, I think that that's, you know, if you're out, you're out, obviously, if you're, like, trick-or-treating. But if you can avoid being out on Halloween, like, go out you know, on the, the day before, right? Do do the bar crawl the day before. On Halloween, if you want to participate, you should be there to participate. And if not, then you, you could end up with, you know, three three adults taking all your candy. And that's just unfortunately how it is. It's like, yeah, they shouldn't have done it, but also had the people been there, um, couldn't have been done. So, you know what I mean? It, it takes two to kind of keep the institution of trick-or-treating alive. And I think both sides of the equation are eroding rapidly. Um, I would have been the parents and the candy. So I, I actually uh, am appalled. The first person that I would have just took the bowl and bounced too many hands right in that bowl. That place this mute point. Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, fine. I'm from the Jose. I'm shame from on the, you too. Yeah, I'm from the hood. So if I see a bowl out full of candy, <laughs> you don't gotta say tw- you don't gotta tell me twice. That bowl is gone. <laughs> uh, why you could just come back later and get more no i'm not sharing it's just the song the strong survives all right the, uh, the survival of the fittest you ever heard of that yeah i have no i have uh, I, i'm eating good you, you snooze you lose that's my that's what well, yeah, I, I, say, I, I would argue it's not about it's we not hear about both eating sides. good it's about making memories and i would argue that you in fairness do need the other side of it to make memories so I, I, think- I, I tell you I tell you right now, I at at the age I'm at now, I don't remember a single time I went trick or treating and thought of like, "Ha, oh, that's a great memory." Open knocking on the door, 
Right? I remember the cons mm-hmm. the costume. Yeah, that's that the word. Yeah, but I don't remember going to get candy. But you don't remember not, the candy at all. You you remember no, the kids. Yeah, you remember I, the kids. You'll be hanging out with your boy and friends. Bull crap kid memories. I'm gonna re- Nope, I'm gonna remember the time I stole my first bowl of candy. I'm gonna remember that. <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair oh, enough. Fine, that that fine. is a memory. That is a core memory, I'm sure. But so, I will, uh, the the one thing though about leaving the bowl, because I'm, I'm sure part of this person, you we know how horrible we are as human beings right now. So you are basically asking. You probably put a bowl that you would be fine losing. Well, and yeah, uh, getting that anyway, stolen yeah, too. If you put a ball out, you know that this is probably going to happen. Yeah, well, that's yeah. why we need to get back to the place where y- you're home. Just be home for the kids. Go out after nine o'clock. There's no kids coming after nine o'clock, like nine thirty, whatever. Like older kids maybe, but you leave the ball and then the, they take it, and then you don't care. But yeah. you know what I mean? Just I, I think everyone. If you don't have kids and you're not out, or you know, cousins or nephews or whatever, just just be home for a few hours with your candy. And you know, we'll let people if they knock on the door get some candy. Don't, and then, and then none of this happens. Then everybody has all those good memories of dressing up, hanging out with their friends, and none of the core memories of stealing their first bulls, strongest survive. Uh, that Jose, had for, I'm sorry that you had to deal with. Um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you had to deal with. I'll tell you this: I obviously I would have been real smart. I would have stole the bowl, like empty the bowl out, right, real quick. In my, we can afford a bag. We use our freaking pillowcases. One, two. <laughs> we use pillowcases too, actually. So I'll fill up my there's empty and put it on my pillowcase. Put the bowl back. Then I'm gonna just creep from like across the street and wait until they refill it, and then go right back. <laughs> just scope out one house that has good candy and wait. Unless for it the to game, yeah. Yeah, unless they give me some crappy juju beans or some stupid thing. Like, if it ain't freaking Reese's or, like, Skittles or something. I had Reese's I here, but no no one came wow. to my apartment, so. Well, if I do... Did you really, I were you really came. prepared for nobody to show up? Well, I knew no. I, there's a couple of kids who live where I live, like, in the actual building. So I was like, if, they, if, if they're celebrating and they're here, they might come upstairs. Uh, but again, I wasn't, like, celebrating, celebrating. I was watching a movie with my friends. We had dinner and all that. But I had it for in case those kids came upstairs to trick-or-treat in the building before they went out or after they finished, you know, going around the neighborhood. Because um, I knew that there were kids in the building. So, yeah, I bought a bag well, of, like, the mini Reese's Cups. Well, don't leave your boat. Intended to. Oh no! I, well, there wasn't a bowl. It was a bag in my apartment that I kept for like that I kept. <laughs> so oh, it's inside. Man. I didn't leave it out. They had to knock on the door and do the whole the whole you know thing. Trick or treat. Gotta ask. All what right. If I want a trick. <laughs> I'm really intrigued to to see you guys' reaction on this one. All right. So, Ryan. This happens to relate to what we talked about last week with James Harden. And since we spoke, James Harden did get traded to the to the James Harden did get traded from the Philadelphia 76ers to the L.A. Clippers. And a lot of people had a lot of things to say, which included Chris Broussard from Fox Sports One here on Nick Wright's First Things First show had this to say in reaction to James Harden getting traded to the Clippers and his fight with she um, with uh, with um, with um, Nick Wright. Yes, yes, this will be fine. All right. So here is the reaction here. There are some words that technically can't be used anymore, but here's the context for it. So if everybody can see. Mm-hmm. 
You think he thinks he's going to play like he did? I think, he, I think he's not going to get to play the way he wants, and he's going to move. Okay. It's not going to work well. Nick, the man retarded. I mean, to think that he is going to go to the Clippers where they have Kawhi Leonard as the number one option, Paul George as the number two, and still Russell Westbrook there, he, and think that he's going to kick okay. 25 I, times I, a night. I didn't know what you were going to say tonight. today. I'm, I'm shocked. This is not going to work. What, what's let, me, let me apologize for using that word. Oh. I, I have a, a, my first cousin. I, we just put him to... He died a few months ago, a month or two ago. He was developmentally disabled, so I didn't, I didn't mean Oh, my God. Chris Broussard. For, for me, it's when he sort of sounds like he's about to say he put his first cousin down for yeah. being uh, developmentally disabled. That's probably the both simultaneously the high and low point of the video. Um, yeah, wasn't great, was it? That's how you see a career. <laughs> Man, this Bless ain't you. new with Chris, with whatever his name is. Chris Broussard. Yeah, they didn't get fired at ESPN as well. Yeah, he's had some issues there, like reporting on fake trades and yeah. stuff. He's had a controversial career, but he's been All back right. on the show ever since. But, like, what is this guy thinking? That's how you. That's how I get out of this? Talk about how somebody who is disabled, mentally disabled, related to me, he goes, we, we put him to rest? Like, oh. I will say... Not that it, it, this is obviously very different, but a young Pete Davidson has a very similar joke. Um, I won't play it here. Uh, I'll send it to you later. But uh, if you type in just any of these keywords in Pete Davidson, you will see this. Um, but so, I mean, in a, in a co- certain context, it could, I guess, be played for a laugh, but he clearly wasn't using it for a laugh. Not that you should use it for a laugh anyway. Um, and just like, but also just thinking about it and Matt, when uh, Matt comes back, he can kind of add clarity, but I don't know if you saw last week's uh, episode, Jose, I said that this would happen. And I was not obviously no one used that word, but everyone kind of mm. said the same thing that <laughs> Chris Broussard was saying. And um, but I just don't. I mean, again, I obviously don't follow it quite as close as everybody else does. But um, mm. James Harden is obviously going to play where he wants to play, and he's going right. to get paid exactly how much he thinks he deserves to get paid. Otherwise, he won't play. He just won't do it. We watched Kyrie do it. We watched it work for another player. For at least for a little bit, at least for a little bit. And so, yeah, James Harden will just stop playing basketball if he doesn't get to play where he wants for as much money as he wants. And so I, I, I just think it's insane, the, the, the comment class, the commentator class being like trying to own the narrative. Like you are not – James Harden is the multimillionaire athlete. You are not Chris mm-hmm. Broussard or the other guy for that matter. Like we can't even begin to fathom what, what he's thinking – because we aren't him. We don't have that skill set or that command over our own uh, our own economic situation. So I don't know. Uh, obviously, that's not the the main takeaway of this story. The main takeaway is the unfortunate uh, use of a pretty dated word, which I think everyone can agree, not good to use. Certainly not good to use on television, and definitely not good to try and like hide behind your dead cousin to uh, get away from it. Should have just apologized and moved on. In my opinion, like, think, listen, think- I'm sorry for saying that. I shouldn't have done it. Move on. 
Do you think he's going to get suspended or fired? No, no because they would have done it already. He came back yeah. to the show right away. So I think he's fine. He's fine. Yeah. But again, if you're if you're a young person who's looking to get into content and like stuff like this, if you do say something like that and you can't, you know, take it back, you can't un unshow it because it's live or whatever, right. just just own it apologize and move on I, I get it people don't want to be canceled or whatever but if you own it and move on then you let it play out and in the end you'll be fine might hurt for right. a minute but in the end you'll be fine it's age stuff right gentlemen what a uh, yes. dumb response <clears throat> final story before you go into questions michael jordan's son marcus jordan <laughs> he is mm-hmm. currently engaged to larsa pippen What's their connection there? <laughs> Larsa Pippen's ex-husband is Scottie Pippen, NBA Hall of Famer, six-time NBA champion. Marcus Jordan's father is Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player of all time. And they were a dynamic duo in the NBA. Larsa and Scottie divorced in 2021. And Marcus, the son of his dynamic duo partner, started dating her. Marcus is 32, Larson is 49. Not that that makes a difference, but here's the context for what's going on. And they recently announced that they're engaged, and they announced on a radio, on a podcast, that um, Marcus wants Michael to be the best man in what is truly the straight, one of the straightest relationships I've ever heard. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, again, your... Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player ever. Your best teammate, Scotty Pippen. His son is going to marry Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. And he wants things to be normal and uh, have him be the best man. Also, talking about this relationship, they said together, Marcus, specifically on this pod, quote, we clearly don't need to fake a relationship for over a year. There were so many pros and cons where our, there were so many pros and the cons were our last names. I'm not concerned with my ex or Marcus's dad. We're both adults. So tell me your reaction to uh, this request. Hey, Jose, you, I want to hear your take first. I think it's a beautiful love story. Do you? And you also got, yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen are not even freaking friends. So no, they're cares? not. I think he'll uh, do it because of that. I think that Michael nah, Jordan's going to, yeah. I don't think he'll do it at all just because of the PR sake. He ain't going to touch it. I think he so avoids that. This is, so I will say some further context to this reading that the Michael Jordan has done this for his other sons. This is not like a random request of, you know, it would be funny, Dad, if you were my best man. This right, is right. something that he's done for his other sons that he and he and his, so like Marcus has been a groomsman for his brothers and his dad has been the best man. So uh, keeping with tradition, it would be his brothers are our groomsmen and his dad is the best man. So this is, it's not like this is like a random thing he's asking. This is something that right. they do in their family. And I, again, they're not friends. If they were very close friends and this is super awkward, I could see him being, listen, I know this is something that we do, but you know, for the sake of my friendship and all that, I don't want to touch it, but this is something he's done for everybody else. And Scotty Pippen is just a dude he knows. So, in my opinion, he'd abs- he's absolutely going to do it. Um, and what the P- what's the PR? No one cares about Scotty Pippen. <laughs> it's like, not even true, that. but it, it, like it, it is it, true. 
it realistically it's just Michael Jordan and Scotty Pippen like the one two combo. Realistically, if you took that, like, uh, what's your name? What's your name again? Larsa Pippen. Larson Pippen is fucking excuse me, is smoking hot. Yeah, I would go attractive. date like yeah, I, a forty-nine year old. I'll marry her. Yeah, how did this <laughs> even happen? How did this well, happen? Well, she she got around. I, she Ben got around even when she was still married to Pippen. Mm-hmm. She was some BFS with Kim Kardashian. She messed with the football player. There was a football player that she was, was on uh, Selling Sunset too, the TV show. Cool. Right, right. She was with one. I think she was dating someone from that. Or she like, was dating. I know she was dating a, another basketball player at the time. Yeah, that was with another girl, and that there was a scandal on that. Her being a homewrecker. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. they have Jeez. a. Then she and Jordan's son have a share podcast together. Mm-hmm. So they so they they kind of have that thing going. So realistically, you know what? Besides the last name, if they're freaking happy, who am I to take away? If they're smart. I mean, at the end of the day, maybe they're smashing. They can add what's your name, Juicy Josie, into the mix again. <laughs> and have that going. full circle. <laughs> full circle, that bad boy. I will also say I find it interesting because uh, Marcus never played in the league. I don't believe. Um, of course not. And so it's interesting that they're both kind of like basketball adjacent, which is just kind of interesting. Like they occupy separately, not even together. Separately, they're like in the basketball circle, but neither one of them are like pro players. So they kind of have like the same cert. So they probably have like the same circle of like people that they hang around with, like the, the people who are in basketball, but don't play basketball. So I don't know. I just find it very interesting. I think that again, other than the last names, I think they're probably totally right. Uh, other than the last names, they're probably very similar. The age thing, I guess is a little strange, but you know, this is what it is. If he's into it and, and, and he, and you know, he's let's see how long it, it lasts. That's all I well, Yeah, think. you could say that about literally anyone who gets married in the entire city of Los Angeles. <laughs> like, that's like the most unfair thing you could say is, oh, we'll see how long it lasts. You could say that about every celebrity ever. <laughs> like, they, they, it, out there, it's not forever. <laughs> it means something different. And that's just that's just a different culture, you know? Especially the Kardashians. Oof. Especially the Kardashians. That's correct. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, man. Excuse my appearance, just out everything attacking at once, but I'm good. Um, All right, so you're thinking about Miss Pippin, and you're getting hot and sweaty over there. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> thinking about Larsa when the Marcus uh, doesn't work she, out. She is very attractive, yeah. but uh, not for me. Let's have Marcus enjoy. Well, he <laughs> definitely is. <laughs> Let's talk some questions, guys. All right, here's our questions segment. Okay, this. so I went to a Halloween party on Friday, right? This happened. This didn't happen to me, but this I was put in this situation, and I had to decide: Do I? What do I do? I'll tell you the story, then I'll tell you what I did, and we'll see if it was right or wrong. So, my question is: No, this was a nice house party. Nothing, pretty fine, low key. <laughs> like, there's the kitchen, then there's a dance floor, whatever. Right? Me dressed up as Magnum PI. <laughs> If you see a friend clearly striking out talking to a girl, he's talking, he's maybe had a little too much to drink. Um, I happen to talk to this female, but I knew from the start I'm there's no way I'm I'm gonna get lucky, but so I will accept the friend zone already. And um and that so 
she sees this guy trying to hit on her and she's looking at me like help help and i'm like okay i'll what do i do this is my friend but he's clearly striking out and um she doesn't look like she's about it and basically here was my dilemma do i go in technically um be the home wrecker here and um and you know for lack of a better word cock block and you know push him away or do i let it rock and whatever happens happens it's none of my business so before i tell you what i did what do you guys think is the right thing to do when you see a friend clearly striking out with a girl do you butt in and and stop the situation or do you let it go and see what happens in the situation you described, she looked at you seemingly for help. Plus, you knew the guy. I would, in that situation, go over and like help the guy find a different place to stand. Um, I, I, the home record bit, I don't. That's not what that would be. Uh, they, there's no chemistry there. You're not wrecking anything. Um, but one, make her more comfortable. You don't want to ruin someone's night. And two if this is a friend of yours and he's embarrassing himself by making this person uncomfortable, it's probably best if, you know, everyone gets to go somewhere different and enjoy their night. So I would in my, in that exact scenario, like where I, it was clear that I was being asked to come help. And I happen to know both people uh, in the way that you knew the two people, I would jump in. Now I wouldn't be like watching my friend to see if he was striking out with someone. Like in this case, it sounded like you had already talked to her. And so she had already felt comfortable with you. Um, so, but yeah, in your case, I would go over. I'm on the more not give a crap, but um, I probably will tell Matt uh, if it was Matt, I'd probably be like, hey, Matt, help me out on this and then kind of direct him somewhere else and yeah. kind, of, uh, kind of be like, hey, not to cop lock you, it's just, it doesn't look like it's going nowhere. Well, yeah, yeah, you don't want to shove him down, but, you know, just make mm-hmm. him go to the other room with you. Yeah. Well, what I just said, see, I'm going to talk to someone else. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> um, no, I did. I did butt in. I said, hey, Johnny, we'll say his name, Johnny, let's go over here. And um, that's what happened. That um, she talked to me how, oh, he's a creep, blah, blah, blah. And then I heard whatever until I left. Um, I don't even remember their names, but yeah, that's exactly what I did. And then the guy complained to me the rest of the night, you cockblocked me, blah, blah, blah. I didn't care because I knew he'd be too drunk to remember anyways. And yeah, at the end of the day, don't let somebody get really embarrassed don't let get things really bad you don't want a situation you don't want to catch you don't want to have a case on your hands and mm-hmm. go in Who case, can, but no i'm saying i'm saying it Jerry. you don't want a bad situation is what i'm saying yeah. like that type of case and um yeah do that because it's nobody should feel comfortable in a, a party setting at all and it's better off doing that until things get really bad and mm. it was worth it it was worth him yelling at me the rest of the night because it's better him yelling at me <laughs> than him getting in trouble, you know? That's totally what happened. Fair. So, guys, do you think trainers, depending on the relationship, whether it's a guy and girl, girl and guy, maybe if they 
are both same sex, interested in the same sex. It happens the same too. But the idea of trainers and their clients and hooking up, do you think that happens more often? And I got this from being at Planet Fitness where there is this, there's a couple people who use Planet Fitness as the gym to train people. And I just saw this, like, in this particular situation, I saw this, you know, good-looking guy and this older woman, probably like a uh, mature, you know, MILF. And she's getting really handsy. And I'm like, what is going on here? This is getting too... This Go, go, go do your cardio in the bedroom because you're not doing it here. I was wondering, do you think that happens more often that traders and clients... I'm sure it happens, yeah. But do you think it happens like out of every out of every five client, every every five trader clients, do you think how many of them are wanna hook it up? I think it's like three out of five. I have no I have no research. I have no research on this, but I'm just like, we are some horny people. You are specifically working on body parts uh, to make yourself more attractive. And, you know, maybe the trader gets a little flirty. The client's like, yo, looks like my thing's working. Look at that glute muscle growing or something and, uh, with with permission saying that. Yeah, I think less than half, but maybe not a lot less than half. So I think more two than out half. of five. I'd say two out of five then. Like I won't go one out of five or whatever. It's more than that. So it's two out of five. You know? I agree with two out of five. Two out of five. I thought you would have said more. I know there's definitely no doubt of professionalism. But I you train, see I train people like you I, I train girls at Planet Fitness at night. And I probably smashed like two out of five percent at every ten girls. I probably smashed four of them. So you you do you directly under you relate to this story, huh? Yes, that's why I say. <laughs> so let me yes. ask them. That's so, why it was like two to two to so, five. So I, I can ask two out of five. You're right. That is two out of five. As of the that, trader, that so you that sound that sound that sounds kind of correct. <laughs> I'm so glad you completely, I've been, so I'm you, glad evidence. So right here, you'll say, as a trader yourself, you have mm-hmm. had sexual relations with your clients. Yes. I use it as a way of getting sexual relations with my clients. That's how I usually oh start. <laughs> you kind well, of boost it. You boost the morale. You get the touchy feeling going. Blah, blah, blah. You, you kind of like... It's way super easier than it. It's super easy if you're trying to get, like, if you're trying to get it in, it's super easy. Ryan, your reaction to what? To Jose's business model? I don't have any reaction. As long as, every, no, as long as everyone is into it, I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> I don't it's think there's anything name. wrong with that. It's not like I'm, I'm, when no, I no, no, I'm just saying. I, I think there's no problem. I'm like, if I mean, yes, obviously I said if everyone's into it, but my assumption was everyone was into it because they hired you as their trainer afterwards. So, uh, like, yeah, no. Well, if, you always, you always get the, like, it always starts as like, hey, because they'll see my Snapchat or they'll see my Instagram. I'm always at Mac and tell you that, like, I'm at the gym like two, three in the morning. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you're super late, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, about, and like, oh, I always wanted to go to the gym, like, cool. I was like, oh, can you train me? I have nobody to go with. And I was like, all right. Oh, so this is the approach now. Like, are you looking, you need someone to go to the gym with? All right, cool. Do what you, do you need? Do you know what you want to work on? It's always every girl, ass and legs. I'm like, all right, let's do that. So I'll go with them. After like third session, 
it's a wrap. And then they'll be like, hey, do you want to have a drink Friday night? I'll be like, sure. And then you go from there. So if you're looking at trainers working with clients, they're probably fucking. Oh, I broke my mind. Not probably. Probably having sex. So two out of five. five. Listen. If y'all, if you are decent looking and you ain't that girl from that stupid TikTok video. Oh, God. Let's be nice hey, to Josie. Come on now. Josie's our friend. Okay. Well, as long <laughs> as you don't like Josie and you need someone to help you work out, please come to Planet Fitness. I will see you there. <laughs> I will usually there by 1130, 12 o'clock at night. All right, guys. It's November. It's early November. <laughs> and we're we're going to try this new this this um, segment called This Enrages Us. And you know what enrages me? How come on November 1st, we're celebrating the holiday season? We just celebrated Halloween with the candy, the Day of the Dead, the fall, all that. And you go get ready for Christmas now with your Christmas music, with the corny Mariah Carey waking up from the dead as if she didn't have a whole pop career besides that, but now she's just a Christmas lady. I mean, what is wrong with you people celebrating Christmas now in November. It's not even Thanksgiving. We're still weeks away from Thanksgiving. Enjoy the rest of the fall. Not even all of the leaves have fallen down. And you're going crazy about your Christmas gifts and watching your pre-25 days of Christmas. Like, get a life. No wonder why people are so corny in this world. Like, come on. You're blaming Christmas for why people are corny? No, I'm blaming the people who are celebrating Christmas and why people are calling each other Cordy because of stupid stuff like this. All right, well, I'll say, uh, like, come on, like, are you? Do you have your Christmas tree up? No, are you getting ready? My, are you thinking I don't about even have it? My Halloween decor. You know, you know, you, you know what? It Ryan looks like he got his uh, ugly sweater. Uh, ugly sweater. No, no, I have a very specific. I have a very specific rule. Uh, growing up as a little kid, my mom always like real little. I'm talking. My mom mm-hmm. told us that the real Santa Claus, um, the most true Santa Claus, <laughs> was the one on the Macy's uh- parade. And so my mom yeah. always said that you cannot start celebrating Christmas until Santa comes to New York as part of the parade. So for my like growing up, the first time you could even consider celebrating Christmas would be like basically the day after Thanksgiving. That's Thanksgiving. what I'm saying. If people and are so, celebrating Christmas yeah, no, now. I don't celebrate Christmas early, but the people who do are, for, are, so a couple of days, are so, weird for Mariah yeah. Carey for Mariah Carey. This is where she makes all her money. I do not fault her for trying to push that earlier and earlier each year. She I get has it. a 30 plus year career. Yeah, but this is what's making her the money, man. I'm not, listen. I'll if I know where my bread is buttered, I'm just buttering both sides. So, uh, uh, yeah. So I have no issue with Ryan Carey pushing her Christmas song November first because that's where the money is, and she's like, I could get two whole months if I start right now. Um, so for Mariah, I say good on you. Get the money. Um, for the people, I would say that. Some people just want something to be happy about. You know, yeah, not happy. wait till December. Well, what if all of November happy Thanksgiving? Or celebrate happy that Thanksgiving <laughs> celebration. Watch your Thanksgiving movies. Plays, trades, and what automobiles. Name a Thanksgiving movie besides besides that one. Plays, trades, and automobiles. I said besides that one. The first thing I said was not that one. Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Is that a? Th- I think you just made that one up. No, there is no doubt. <laughs> Fred, <laughs> how about Friendsgiving? About, like the Friends about, uh, episode? 
Friendsgiving. No, it's a movie called Friendsgiving with with Never with no, with, the, with um with uh what's her name? Um <laughs> so I think we can clearly say these are not as famous as Christmas movies. I think we can say about, that safe. Friendsgiving, what's it what's her name? Wanda Sykes. Or Charlie Brown Thanksgiving is real, by the way. Or Freebirds. <laughs> Sweet November. What is Freebirds? It's a movie. Any any movie about Christopher Columbus? Why? Why is that Thanksgiving? Is that month for? (laughs) That already happened. That day already happened, right? That was in uh, September. I I can't believe you peep these people who celebrate Christmas now. I this does not enrage me. There's the people need to have rages need this happiness. Some people well, need celebrate happiness. it with Thanksgiving in November. Enjoy the rest of the fall. No, I'm, I want people to be happy. I'm so sick this is what because makes the happy. weather decided to change up on me early. If this is what makes people happy, I say go for it. It's not for me, not my no, cup of tea. You I are like to a loser if you play like Christmas tree. Ce- I around. like to celebrate my holidays in order, give everybody their, their time. Um, oh my but, God. Uh, celebrate, if it makes you happy. Celebrate Veterans Day. I'm crazy for that. I will be at Disney World next weekend. Christmas starts uh, November 8th over there. And you're going you know for what? that reason? Disney is Cordy. Hell no, I'm not going. I'm going for Food and Wine Festival. Okay, well, then there you go. And this is what I'm talking about. Disney needs to worry about paying their actors, not celebrating Christmas early. No, they can't. We can't. Disney, don't pay your actors yet. We need John Cena through WrestleMania. <laughs> you know, John Cena could also decline film roles. Yeah, after John Cena's horrible movie that he just released, he better just stick to wrestling for a couple. No, we need him through WrestleMania. Was that so a bad movie with them. um with what's it's her name? Rotten, Allison Rotten, Brie? Rotten Tomatoes. I have a crush on her. It's a zero percent. I have a crush. I love Allison Brie. I love. I'm well, attracted to her talent you, and and human being. Well, I love how you say that, and you show no support in watching the movie. Well, I was too lazy to watch it. I watch it. <laughs> she was great in Glow and in Community. And in Matt. Uh, that. I haven't watched any of that crap. I don't know who else. Oh, you'd is, like so. Glow. Glow is funny. Um, but, is that uh, the wrestling show, Glow? Yeah, the Gorgeous Ladies oh, of Wrestling. Okay. So you're uh, talking about the movie... Um, Freelance? Freelancer? Freelance. Freelance. Yeah. Years after retiring from the Army, formal special... Forces operator Mason Pettis must be John Cena, Cena takes a job providing security for journalist uh-huh. Claire Wellington as she interviews Juan Venegas, president of Paladonia. When a military coup breaks out in, in the middle of the interview, the three are forced to escape the jungle together. Yes, Who plays we'll the, the dictator? Some nobody Juan Pablo spin. Raba. Yeah, he was in uh, Narcos. You oh, might okay. as well put you might as well put Juicy there too, whatever her name is. Josie. Yes, it's Josie. got a, it's got a, it's got a zero <laughs> rotten zero, tomato. Yeah, one of the worst movies. Zero? zero? No, yes, no one zero. liked it at out, all. Out of no. twenty three critics, and there's no critical consensus. <laughs> no one liked it. <laughs> zero even, people liked it. Well, anyways, um, <laughs> why do we so... even get onto this? <laughs> uh, so the, uh, the, uh, the strike the right strike uh, for the folks who celebrate Christmas early don't let these people calling you corny bring you down enjoy your life because it's too short that's what yeah. I'll say but Matt is mad at you and you should you should take note of that <laughs> alright we got five minutes let me fit in two quick questions when you're dating I heard have you heard of this thing called boothanging someone no why does it sound familiar so my friend, my uh, boo thinging, that's basically just giving everything to a woman and to oh, impress boo her. Boo thing. Boo thinging. 
I thought you're like boothing, a boothang, but ing at the end. Yeah, it's boothing. Okay. So is boothinging a good approach to have somebody fall for you, where you just give everything, you spend all your money in cash, you get extravagant, and uh, maybe they fall. Can I go first? Can I go first on this one? Can. That's the most stupidest thing in the world. That's how you become Joe Smith. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Spending all your money on a girl that probably won't give you any. Welcome to Joe Smith world. Oh, Joe then, Smith married her. So yeah, I well, so it worked. Well, I it, no, it didn't work because he was the money breadwinner. Bread, and then they got mad and married, and now this chick is the breadwinner. He ain't leaving now. Listen, I know for a fact it's not going to work. You're dumb as hell if you honestly spend money on this boo thinging. Like, it's not going to work. Look, there's plenty of girl, plenty of girls out there like Josie that you can go after, and you probably could just take her to McDonald's and call it a day. So I'm actually so uh, I'm disagreeing with not what you said, but with some. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I'm trying to find a way to do that. You're correct. Um, you, you should not spend all of your money on somebody uh, to try and get them to fall for you. It's not a good long-term solution. In the short term, they'll stick around because you're not buying everything for them and fine, but you're, you're losing your, you know, your money um, and you're, you're wasting your time because, you know, if this is someone you want long-term with life's not always going to be like, you know, gravy train it's gonna turn for everybody it turns off at some point life gets hard and if your entire relationship is built on you know extravagance giving things away making life a vacation every single day then when reality sets in and that's not and that's not reality for most people um you're gonna you're gonna end up broken (laughs) and you're gonna end up alone so you need to be real from the beginning otherwise it's never gonna work Ryan, you need to fix that. It's not just end up alone. You're gonna end up alone on TikTok crying while you're no. I said exactly what all I your mean. money. I said exactly what I why just I alone. can't find a girl like Josie. I'm crying with my tears down. I spent I'm, all this. We're money. gonna leave Josie alone, okay? <laughs> she had a moment, and I think it was fine. Josie's and our friend. Exactly. I'm friends with Josie. Uh, I'm married, Josie. So this is not me flirting with you, but I'm <laughs> friends with you. Uh, if you reach out. At T Tweetcap, I will be your friend. Last question. Great, great advice on should you boo thing girls? Okay. My last question for today Who's better, Ice Spice or Sexy Red? I don't know who the hell Sexy Red is, but she's. Is that the the girl that did the porno video? Yes. The ski. Oh, well, just you saying that dumb crap, I'm going with Ice Spice just because you did that. I'm probably going with Ice Spice as well. Not because you made a sound, but because I'm more familiar with Ice Spice. She's yes. more mainstream. And so just I mean, being totally honest, I'm not as familiar uh, other than like we covered Sexy Red on this show. And so I know who she is from that episode, and, but that's it. So Ice Spice. And, Ice Spice. And I, I'm not going to lie. Ice Spice has grown a little bit in me. She was a weird looking chick, but now, uh, I mean, I'll do her. Like if guns well, bad, I'll smash. I wasn't going to go based on that. I'm going to go actually based <laughs> off of her commercial with Ben Affleck, which is pretty funny. Do you oh think God. Ice Spice could be considered in the future one of the greatest female artists of all time? Oh, you Whoa, need to stop. No. Is she on her way to that? Probably not. She, most she only got though. 
let's be real. She only got popular because she did a song with Taylor Swift. And then she blew up even bigger. Other than that, it was like... Without Taylor Swift, she... Well, she's like, in the um, she's in Barbie movie, too. Or she's in that Barbie song, which got very popular when the Barbie movie came out. Ice yeah, Spice. I, I, I never you. saw that. I never saw that. It's her and Nicki Minaj. So she does. Will she overthrow Nicki Minaj? No. I mean, probably not. I, no, I think Carly B overthrown Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj hasn't yeah. done anything in like four or five years already. All right. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I would say that if you're looking at who is the like the, well, it's hard because I think like Megan Thee Stallion is actually probably better at like her songs are better than Cardi B's, but I don't think she's no. more popular. Megan so, Thee Stallion, she needs her footwork, like her footwork game. That's why she got shot. She couldn't be moving in time. All right. Well, anyway, I'm gonna ignore that. I think Cardi B is probably <laughs> considered. Po- the most popular female rapper uh, and like hip hop artist at the moment. And so I would say that if you're looking at who is like the next, like I would say that it's already Cardi B and I don't, I think Ice Spice is a contemporary of Cardi B, not the next generation. So I think that, yeah, it, it, she's doing, she's got a fun career. It seems she's got a really For fun now. commercial. She got a funny commercial got to deal with Dunkin Donuts not much more you can ask for but um I don't yeah I don't see her being the next big female artist of all time I think that's probably incorrect but you never know and with that some very powerful words from Jose and Ryan today we'll see you next week I will definitely be 100% better and uh let's have a great weekend guys and I'll see you next Thursday Bye, everybody. Have a good night. This is a very productive conversation. Incredible stuff from Ryan and Jose. Even when I'm sick, we still pull off an incredible podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast. Check us out on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out our exclusive content across all social media platforms and YouTube, Instagram, or Instagram at Productive Conversations podcast, X at Prod Convo Pod, TikTok at Productive Conversations, and Facebook at Productive Conversations. So I'm going to take the weekend to get better. We will be back with it with a full slate of shows next week. NFL on Wednesday, college football on Thursday, and Tweet Cap on Friday. And yeah. Let us enjoy November as it has just begun. I want to thank Ryan Page and Jose Rivera for what he for their contributions to the show today. I want to thank my buddy Dolo Red, aka Alex DeHasis, for what he does behind the scenes. And I want to thank you, the greatest fans and listeners of the world, for supporting us no matter what. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It's time for me to get better. And don't forget to check in on your friends and family. And we'll see you next week with a whole new batch of podcasts and productive conversations. Have a great weekend, everybody. Peace. All she needed was some.